Hello, welcome to the Internet Effect, where we talk about the Internet's effect on us and wherever it takes us. Today, my guest is Grant Gallot, also known as Saft Island. He's a musician, an actor, and you can check out his album Lovely Boy on all platforms. Thanks for joining the program, Grant. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, David. Okay, so uh, first thing I noticed about your Instagram stories is that you share a lot of science fiction but it's like a particular science fiction the term retro future i remember we discussed a little bit yes the retro future so what what's the deal with that (laughs) (laughs) i you know what i think it's just like the perfect level of of cryptic for me you're like somewhere in the past but you're seeing futuristic things um and i love that just like the total unknown aspect of it all i also like um specifically like when they're when the art is actually old and it's uh an older uh thought like a representation of what people thought the future would be those are especially cool to me like the kind of jetsons-esque um pieces of art so the cryptic nature of that what about it pulls you in I think that there's so much in life that I feel like humans have like grown to like understand. So I'm so intrigued by, by the unknown or like things that are kind of off or unsettling. I guess maybe not unsettling, but like kind of like the uncanny vibe where it's just like a little bit different than what you'd expect. And, and that's kind of what the, the cryptic, you know, sci-fi retro arts oftentimes represent. And a lot of the time, um, like that's that's the kind of art that I would love to have on some of my album covers. Like that's they inspire me. So I figure um, by sharing them on, on a place like Instagram, it might do the same for someone else. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely when I see all the different sci-fi stuff, it, I feel take it away to somewhere. Um, and. I think it is interesting because there were like, we definitely live in a society where like the technological advances is like the most we've as a species we've ever known. But I do think it's really cool that, you know, you're kind of showing those type of sci-fi art shows that there's still so much more to find out and to discover. Absolutely, man. And and kind of like what I was saying with with um, the album art got me thinking a little bit about maybe another reason why why I post those types of things is that that's another kind of theme that I want to find in my music um, is kind of visiting the past. I'm a little bit of an old head when it comes to music. Um, I think that some of the greatest tunes ever written were you know written in the great ages of of music. Um, and I'm, that's not to say that music now is not impressive or in in a bad spot or anything like that but i think that we're kind of hitting a a point where you know music is getting kind of formulaic in a way and and the reason for making music is changing a little bit so my thought for saft island is to hopefully you know bring back some of what made like i said the golden ages of of music that what they were these these mega stars that that really had a way of translating feelings to to their audience, um, and and while bringing back the old aspects, um, also bringing 
something completely unheard of, something that catches your ear and you hear it for the first time and, and hear like, okay, this is something I've never heard before. Um, and that would be the future aspect. Whoa. I relate to that um, as a musician myself. I personally love like 70s uh, prog rock and, j- and yeah. jazz because it's like when they just started using like mood synthesizers and stuff. And they were bringing back like a whole tradition of musicianship to some like new uh, tones that no one yeah. ever heard before. Yeah, dude. And then maybe that's what uh, is, is like art can be a, a reinterpretation of something from the past and, and you put your own little flair on it and kind of progress it in a new way. That's that's what I, I see it as. Maybe in, that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I I totally agree. Like, um, music is. I think I, I agree with the statement that it's it's starting to become formulaic, and there's less of a spirit of discovery. Almost, it's more like, how can I sound like someone else to get into that market space? Right. It's like, this is a proven idea and I will, I will do the proven idea because it's proven instead of, okay, this is what's proven. Let's see what's next and plan for, you know, what, how can we push it further? Cause it's easy to cash in on what's there, you know? Yeah. And a lot of times I think like, oh, you need to be more of an actor than a musician if you're trying to get in that space, because if you're trying, if, if you're trying to fit in a mold that's already been done. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that's more like acting. You know what I mean? Yeah. M- music wise, it's like, like take classical musicians. Like if you meet most classical musicians, most of them don't write their own music. They look at it as like really hard and really difficult, but they're so well trained at their instrument. But what they're really good at is recreating uh you know, a piece from Beethoven, like really, really well and really artfully. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense, like they're just acting out a piece of music. But if you're trying to act out like the Beatles, you know, you probably need to wear some really weird hippie Sergeant Pepper <laughs> type yeah. suits and stuff. And exactly. Preach about love. And, uh, you know, and it, it already was done a lot. I mean, people were, were trying to copy the Beatles when the Beatles were around. So, and now it's like uh, 50 years, yeah. 60, you know, 60 years later. So, well, people still pull from the Beatles. I mean, the Beatles seem like, to me, they're just like this um, song bank of just like inspiration for people. They have been for me, at least. Like, whenever I'm just completely dry of inspiration, they've. They they pioneered so much and, and have so many songs that are just so impressive and, in my opinion, groundbreaking. You just open up a Beatles album and, and you'll be good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you feel conflicted about marketing your music online or showcasing it? You, you know what? That is an interesting question because, yes, definitely. It's tough, man. I'm I'm. I feel like I'm an old soul and, and uh, I try to stay present. That's something I'm working on is like staying uh, present in the world as much as possible. And the more things that I add to my 
you know, my little rectangle that I keep in my pocket, the, the more distracted I am from what's important in life. But, <laughs> but you know what, this, this is an important part of what I set out here to do. You know, I, I can't pick and choose which parts I want to put effort into, you know, if this is, if this is what it takes to to push my career forward and also to connect with people, you know, I'm, I don't want to sound as if um, it, it, social media is is just a, a business play because for me it never has been. It's just been you know a place to connect as much as possible with people, which is the best part of social media. Um, there's ways to use it, is what I've found. Um, I've kind of tried to get over this hurdle. By thinking of, again, you know, if, if social media leaves this bad taste in my mouth uh, for one reason or another, I can think of ways where it would leave a better taste in my mouth. And that's by trying to think of a new way to do it. Um, if I'm looking at a bunch of content and I'm just thinking, you know, I, you know, I, for, I guess I should just come out and say it. For the longest time, I, I was not a huge fan of TikTok. Are you a, are you a fan of TikTok, David? I just no, I'm not a fan, but I started making videos on TikTok. I noticed that, and I like the ones that you do, and and that's a, this is a great thing we can talk about because I really like the videos that you do. Oh, because they're okay. different from the rest of the stuff on there. Yeah, I uh, I a couple weeks ago it it like hit me. I was like, oh, why don't I just make videos about what I'm reading and thinking yeah. about? That's something I do by myself normally. And so, and then, you know, I've gotten to the point where I'm, I, I really enjoy the information I'm learning from books. So, um, yeah, that, so, um, sorry, were you going to say something or? Yeah, well, no, dude, I was just saying that that is a perfect example of, um, of reinventing, you know, the app to 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 fit what you can bring to the table, you know, because in the end, we all have this this abundance of creativity, and there's a bunch of things that kind of get in the way. We're walking through this thorn bush of things that can stop us from from getting that out. And there's outlets there that that we can use to our advantage. Um, and I think that this bad taste that was in my mouth from from potentially TikTok or a bunch of other apps, you know, it it really just took. Just getting over that, getting on there, trying it for myself, and seeing how I can put my soul and kind of collaborate with the software and and kind of you know make that piece of art translate the feeling that I'm having through a TikTok or you know making a song is a different way to express that or painting a picture. They're all different types of art, and it just kind of took this ego check, I think, for me to to really just try it out, and I love it now. Oh, nice! Yeah, I'll definitely have to fo- follow you and see what you're doing. Please, man. Yeah, definitely. I like how you said it was an ego check because that you know the main inspiration for this podcast is to make artists feel better when they don't feel good about how they're using the, or they're not using social media. Because like that's what I've just come across. Um, when I was around a lot of more artists, you know, before the pandemic was, uh, you know, some artists, I mean, I, or even friends that I've had for a while, they're just like, ah, I just, I hate this social media thing. I don't want to market myself. This is dumb. I just want to make music. 
But then there's like a thing that's like, well, that's what you have to do now. And to me, like, I definitely was like, man, fuck social media. Uh, you know, that like, it's to me, it's like, so if you wanted someone to promote your music, usually they would be inspired by the music being good. Like back in, you know, probably pre eighties, they called it like the culture class. Like people who worked at record stores, you could say, Hey, I'm looking for such and such type of style. Would, would you recommend? And they'd show you over it. And then you'd have like art shows like on TV, like promoting different art and things like that. And that's kind of went away. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's shifted, man. And, and I'd say that a reason that I, that I do like social media or that I've learned to like it is as a, I guess somewhat of a entrepreneur in, in my own career, someone who's just kind of trying to turn myself into the career as a singer or as an actor. Um, I, I want to have as much control over the, the scary part the like the numbers side, the, the business side of things, you know, it, it terrifies me to, to have somebody else kind of barking orders at me for my own kind of creative endeavors. Maybe that's something I need to get over, but um, I, as of right now, I think that social media has allowed me to feel like I have a lot of control over how I'm expressing myself, uh, what exactly my quote-unquote resume is, my my portfolio for people to see uh, me as, I guess, like as if it were to be like a Saft Island as, as the brand, me on stage doing certain moves or something like that. The Instagram is the best place to to host all of that. And so when people, you know, the, the higher up people that you're trying to impress out here, I guess when they stumble across your Instagram, it's, it's one more way that you can be accessible, uh, which is a big thing for me being accessible for, for your audience or for the people that you're trying to, um, to trying to reach. If they stumble across your Instagram there, you just saved yourself, you know, trying to find their email and trying to get to the right person, talk to the right person at the company. They've just found you. Right? Easy as that. Wow. That's such a great point. I'm just going to reiterate it for anyone who's listening. That makes such sense to look at your social media accounts as a place where you can control how you display your art and how people get in touch with you if they want to promote your art. Because, and I think you know, someone like me who uh, I just would make my art and then I would keep it, I would hide it because I just didn't trust what anyone would do with it. And and what's, you know, ultimately I didn't share anything. And then I kind of hid behind essentially fear. And, you know, that fear doesn't have to be like, I don't, I don't mean to like insult you know, that fear, like, oh, like, yeah, fear was stupid. You should have just shared your art. Who cares? But it's more like, oh, you could look at it as, like, you know, self-disclosure in a way that's comfortable and secure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You've got the most control over it. You're the one hitting the post button, typing the caption, doing this and that. One less step between you and the outlet, which is getting your soul out there. You want to talk more about that, getting your soul out there? Sure. Yeah, that, that's 
if that's I think that's something that a lot of people are maybe aiming to do, not only like as creative career type of people, but just in life is like people want to feel that they're like being understood on that level or like being able to share themselves with others and and feel like they're understood there. People that take on creative careers, um, maybe I guess specifically writing music would be a good example. Um, that's the that's t- the sp- most special point of it all to me is is that you can get this, you can get as direct of a translation of your soul to somebody else. The less the less um, kind of thorns that you walk through in this thorn brush between you and the outlet. Let's say it's the music program that I'm using right now. I, I redesigned my room to make it easier for me to sit down and make music because I realized that I wasn't making that much music because I felt crammed in my room. I felt like I was, you know, maybe sitting on my bed trying to work like half laying down. It's all uncomfortable. Like you just gotta, you gotta get rid of all these things that stop you from getting what's really important to you, what you want to share with the world to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's the long way no, to the no. answer. I mean, that's a great sentiment. I mean, I, it's, uh, I think that's a very helpful take. I like how, you know, I've considered social media like a burden. Um, and if I didn't have social media and it was just like, I could just perform music around town and then eventually like people would promote each other um that would you know i have like this kind of utopic vision that i think was you know maybe a little bit easier back in the day it was kind of like that like you could just you could perform a lot and then someone would be in the audience like a a manager or something like that and they go okay i i want to manage this group and you know make a make money off of them but um, and then so and then the internet is like catering to strangers, and it's like I don't I just think it's interesting to put it as like just whatever obstacles um, that are in the way between you and your audience, and to see it as like just to move those obstacles out of the way, whatever they may be. That just seems like a, a a more just helpful uh, attitude and a a better map almost to what, you know, artists have to do nowadays. Totally. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even a physical change. Um, For me, in this case, redesigning my room was, I I felt that I was needed like a change of mojo and it it has helped me stay motivated. Um, but sometimes it's just a, a mental shift. You got to clear obstacles in your brain to be able to get over insecurities or reasons why you can't put something out or reasons why you shouldn't do something. You know, um, if you can if you can work on those and just I think a big thing for me is just like focusing on it, like really, truly having it on your mind. Like I can work on this. I'm going to work on, you know, getting rid of negative thoughts that keep me from wanting to share the the purest thing in life which is like our 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 joy our soul that like radiant energy that that humans have um 
I think that there's just so many things that can get in the way. But if we focus on it, like if you really truly make that your priority throughout the day, there's no reason why you can't achieve it. That's lovely. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, what's interesting is when I go on your Instagram, I noticed that it just basically looks like you're just having fun on every post. I think a lot of fun. <laughs> I try to. Do you find social media fun or like I'm kind of I was kind of curious like oh what's this fun about is it do you have like kind of a a creed or a motto about having fun or you know I I try to I try to keep my I don't know if it's even um, like something I'm trying to do I I like to have fun I like to smile I like to spend time with um people that I love I think that's maybe what I'm striving to do is is do what I love around people I love maybe where I love would be another cool <laughs> thing to add to that and, and Instagram is is a good place like we we're talking about to to show that I like traveling a lot I think that the coolest things I like to share on Instagram are like things that other people might think are cool not like hey guys tell me I'm cool you know like if I'm sharing it, especially like the things on my story, th these are things that I think are like, hey, I, you might get the same kind of like reaction that I did where I, I felt like that made my day a little better by seeing it. Okay. Is that, and uh, you were promoting a song uh, somewhere as like a TikTok challenge? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right. So um, my songs um are now all on tiktok you can look them up saft island s-a-f-t island one word um and you can use somewhere which is the sound on there there's a little challenge going on where you just post about doing your favorite things with your favorite people in your favorite places pretty much exactly what i was just talking about you can express that through tiktok now um another art form pretty cool uh and i i actually got that idea through my buddy Brian Ortiz, who's been like a close collaborator of mine and just a really, really good friend. Um, he has helped me through a lot of my social media troubles and some of my kind of old man <laughs> mindset grouchiness that is preventing me from posting anything. Um, but here I am yeah. on TikTok and I love it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that challenge uh, sometime. Yeah. Please, dude. You just use your camera roll. It's real easy. Me, just me in front of my iPad reading, in front of my piano, and then probably in bed. Hey. Yeah. I like it, dude. That's perfect. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I've also noticed that you're a big advocate for mental health and mental health awareness. Well, one question I had was, is there any pages on Instagram you follow for mental health? Yes. Here, I'm going to specifically like kind of look through who I'm following so I can recommend some. But I, I have found that, oh, you know what? There's one called Slim Oddity, I believe is the name. Yep. Slim Oddity. You'll see that page a lot on my story. Um, I think that like art is a really cool way to um, express some of the things that we need to talk about in mental health 
because you know sometimes um like quotes are really nice they'll they'll be nice to read um or like an informational paragraph those are nice to share for people but um i like these little little cartoons i like the, <laughs> i like the little drawings they're they're easy like they're ways that we can kind of um i don't know we can have fun and learn and these these people actually slim oddity i like this page specifically because they they always post like these multi-slide um posts that this one's called a short guide to a spiritual awakening step one realizing there is more to reality than it seems step two questioning of mass consciousness laws and beliefs step three being enslaved by limiting beliefs step four learning to let it go uh, learning to let go from ways of life that don't serve you anymore step five experiencing ego death and step six your true self has overshadowed your false self you don't you don't have to always go on this, you know, ego death experience to to help yourself with mental health, but you know, sometimes these kind of help your mind get on the right track towards like some hope. These are really hopeful yeah, posts in my opinion. Yeah, that's also really grounded. Which is cool. Yeah, right? It's like, wow, okay. And then the whole thing was like a cartoon <laughs> saying this to me. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, now I want to just talk about that cartoon. Yeah, please. Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a healthy check because um, I've had a few friends where they share like inspirational quotes all the time, and uh, I used to be someone mm-hmm. who would buy a New Age book like every few days, and I think for me, there's definitely some trickery in New Age spirituality where it's like if you get like a little hit of hope then, you know, that will feel, like, sufficient about, like, this whole, like, journey that people are all trying to go through, which is, like, I guess, you know, we'll use the cartoon as, like, a reference is, like, ultimately being your true self. But mm-hmm. to me, that little bit of hope isn't isn't enough. Like, it doesn't really engage in any character development or acknowledge... Um, you know, just realities that sometimes life's really hard, you know, usually like people will call that stuff, not usually, but often people will call it like positive or toxic positivity, but I didn't really get any of that from, uh, yeah, I forgot the page's name. What is it again? A slim oddity. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I agree with what you're saying. Uh, it's not like, I like, I like what you're saying that false positivity, um there's a lot of that you know in music right now there's but the think of the world that we're in it the world is kind of dark uh there's a lot of things you turn on any other sort of media and it's gets you kind of down so maybe some other art forms feel like they have to pick up the slack and mm. it's come across as kind of like just everything is awesome you know <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of thing and the lego movie hit its nail on the head yeah and it's yeah everybody has a hard time dealing with all this i mean that's what's the internet's bringing us like such a better look at society but i think there's you know more problems in society than there is like solutions just because of like you know historical violence and colonialism and racism and just all these insane ideas that people have had 
and they gained a lot of power. They set up social society structures and governments that way. And you know what I mean? And it's like, you look at that, it's pretty like overwhelming. Um, totally. Yeah. And I, I'm hoping to get um, someone on the podcast who shares these like uncomfortable realities like all the time. And I really am curious, like, oh, how do you not get burned out? And, yeah. You know. Seriously. I would love to hear that. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they'll be on, you know. Um, but, uh, all right, I'm just going to randomly ask this question. Go for it. So I looked at your second grade music video. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised because, like, I mean, I was looking at your Instagram page and I was just like, man, this is like such fun, like, photos. I feel good just looking at it. It's like, you know, this is it just, it was nice just to kind of look through them all and just, you know, there was like a lot of happiness involved. Mm-hmm. And then I went to your music video, second grade, and I was like, wow, this, this is pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that that is true. Uh, that that is maybe. Sorry, was it the second half to that? I don't want to cut you off. No, 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 no. I was just gonna say I don't want to question like you know I'm not questioning your artist your choice of doing it at all. I was just no, no. I hear you. No, it's it's something that is that is certainly been um, semi intentional over the years. Um, down to the way that I carry myself in person, I, I tend to be a very upbeat, cheery guy, hoping to, you know, up, uplift others and show others, um, you know, um, sorry, inspire others. Um, and then when I get down to making my, my music or my art, well, I, I kind of try to think of things a little more objectively and show you know, my real thoughts on my perception of the world, you know, because everyone as an artist, everyone is an artist and they can express their perception of the world, the world through their eyes. And, you know, although I'm smiling and laughing all the time, the world, the world is not always that, you know, to me, I like to smile and laugh because sometimes it helps me get over feeling sad. You know, there's always two, two sides to the coin. And art is a perfect place for me to show that to people, to show, oh my God, Grant is, Grant's always laughing and smiling and, and, and trying to connect people. But when he, when he's really um, taking his walls down and, and being vulnerable, um, he's kind of, I guess, uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, it's, it's more honest i guess there's two sides to it there's there's a way for yeah i don't know man i'm struggling to express this oh i mean i like the contrast i think that's you know a really uh interesting artistic choice but the mm-hmm. fact that you know that you know this is also how you're you know how you're carrying yourself in the world and also like acknowledging you know you know just a human side the other side of you know of yeah of of that is having authentic feelings i mean i i'm not trying to downplay the seriousness of depression but i would say we all have authentic 
episodes of depression that like nothing's wrong. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's not a symptom of like, oh, you should have been exercising more. Like it's just like, you know, sometimes we're really down. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, obviously if it's serious, you know, hopefully there's people around you to take care, help you find help. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted to, I think I want to, in the music space, bring that level of transparency. That's, that's what I'm aiming to do. Um, and by making kind of darker um, themes throughout my music, things that really touch on reality, things that I think are problems in my life, problems in the grand scheme of things right now. Um, it helps others build a sense of trust with you because they know that you can be somebody who is despite anything, you know, happy and ready to inspire and be there for you. And also uh, be real. It's not all, everything is awesome. You know, that's that, that to me is like kind of eerie to think about thinking about things that are really happening and, and glossing over it with, with shiny paint. Everything is awesome. Like I can't, I need to express what's, what's real to me or else I feel like I'm cheating myself in my, experience in life um and art has been a way that i've been able to express that um also with the second grade video that specifically represented a a time in my life that was perhaps much lonelier and darker um which is why you saw that there Um, but this next wave of content that's coming is is something that i'm really excited for um everything that's come out pretty much up to now I've had like a short haircut for, and now I look nothing short of carrot top. So I'm <laughs> excited <laughs> for that. Wow. I encourage your endeavor. I think that's, uh, thank you. There, your authenticity is totally coming through, which is like, you know, that's you being you. And like, I don't think anyone, I'm certainly not the type of person that's like, Oh, keep doing what you're doing. Cause like you're already doing it. I'm just like sitting here being like, hell yeah. I appreciate that, man. But and the contrast, like that creative contrast, like it came across when I saw the music video after going on Instagram, and it really did tap into something. That's good. I'm glad. And it was, and it, and I, and it's, yeah. I think like just like that's. I'm so. Uh, looking forward to more of your art and seeing that. Cause I think that's a, you know, I honestly, like, I don't feel like I, there's a part of me that wants to say that's very clever, which it is. But at the same time, I, I, I really respect, really, really respect your artistic um, choices and expression. Thank you, David. I, th- I appreciate that, man. For real. Well, um, is there anything you want to promote right now or, yeah, sure. Um, you know, I I'm currently working on some new music, so stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, go on to twitch.tv slash Saft Island. S-A-F-T Island stands for Super Adventure Fun Time Island. So you can remember it. It's an acronym. Uh, you can also find Saft Island on Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, all of those. And you can find me on Instagram at Grant Gallot, G-R-A-N-T-G-U-I-L-L-O-T. And please reach out, leave a comment. Let's talk. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks, David.
welcome to the Internet Effect. 